0: Welcome to Cancelled. This is it. I know this is a short run, but I found it incredibly enjoyable. We are wrapping up Wrestling Society X. I want to send thank you real fast to Cole Cabana, my buddy, for having that little mini interview with me. Uh, It was super fun. I hope you guys listened to it. We learned a lot about the making of Wrestling Society X. Uh, I don't know if you listened to it, Aaron, but... He was not supposed to be in it at all, oh, really? uh, but all his friends were, and he just went like, you know, about. He went to MTV. And was like, I'm, I'm kind of about to sign with WWE, so, but I'd rather do this. He was completely lying, and they were like, <laughs> oh, cool, we'll put you in some stuff, and we'll get you in a season two, yeah, because there was supposed to be a season two. So they just like he just made up this Nat Classic.
1: It's <laughs> totally made up.
0: Yeah, yeah, he hadn't done it before. <laughs> they well, they told him like, hey, how about this? We'll just put you in a mask. We'll make you a jobber. We'll call you uh, Matt Classic. And then he came up with the the rest of the vignette ideas of, like, being, like, a 50s or oh, wow. whatever. And he shot all these extra vignettes that were, like, I don't know if you know about, like, Mexico. Like, there's, like, movies. The yeah, Mexican yeah. There's, like, El Santos, like, 100 movies. So he shot all these, like, short movies of him, like, fighting Whoa. crime and shit. It's, what? like, yeah, they're all up on YouTube. They're real fun. Oh, I'll have to go look at those. Yeah, you should check them out. They're super fun. I'll put yeah. the link up on, the, on my Facebook. Uh, that's Aaron Brooks, by the way. Hey.
1: Aaron, how do you feel about... Uh, Wrapping this up, I, I think I told you today. I'm part of me is like, oh, I'm so glad this is over. But part of me is sad because it was so entertaining. It really is, and I will say these next four episodes maybe. They might be getting worse slash better. Yeah, like, yeah They might yeah. be worse slash more fun. They're as, as like the wrestling gets better. I mean, we saw some really good matches. Yeah, the it just the the promos just get more and more over the top <laughs> yeah. in, in the best but,
0: way. But, well, except for the horrific misogyny. But we'll oh, get there. Yeah, yeah. Like, but <laughs> holy shit, does it get rough in a couple of these episodes? Yeah. Uh, let's jump into it. Episode seven. Our musical guest for episode seven is Quiet Drive. Quiet Drive.
1: Do you know anything about this? You seem oh, yeah. to be
0: like tied into the <laughs> bands they have on this.
1: Uh, cool. I, I grew up in the in the Midwest, and I was like a pop punk kid in the yeah. aughts. So yeah, I know all about Quiet Drive.
0: Okay, so that's worth okay. Yeah. Uh, you, you got a you got a track recommendation? What's their big single? Oh,
1: I, I don't oh, remember. I, we, this was best. this was this was like illegal illegally downloading Heydays. So. Oh, some Kazakh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: track by track (laughs) uh i this episode i like because they jump right in more than and these episodes tend to yeah but this one it's like it felt like they cut into the middle of them talking yeah yeah uh we get a a shot of uh so apparently ricky banderas (laughs) attacks quiet drive Quiet Drive is performing before the taping or whatever, and Ricky Bandera shows up, beats up Youth Suicide, who's just there. Why is he on stage? I don't know. Big Quiet Drive fan, I guess. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) He is there for the reason he exists entirely in this promotion, (laughs) which is to be thrown off of something. Immediately. uh, Immediately. Immediately. to, (laughs) To get zero offense and be immediately beat up.
1: We know nothing about him other than he's really good at getting his ass kicked. Yeah.
0: He well, then, hasn't done anything else except that. Yeah. Last week, he was thrown off some giant fucking, off the top of the, yeah. the, the scaffolding or whatever. And uh, and this week, he's fucked up on stage. Yeah. And then uh, Ricky Banderas, who's the burn face guy, beats up a uh, quiet, Drives' roadie. Yeah. So it's quite clearly just some wrestling like indie wrestler who they need exactly. to take a table bump. But. Uh, they they are really selling this beat down like holy shit! This I can't believe he attacks the quiet drive and then and then Vampiros like on up there like watching and like like making like the thumb across the neck motion yeah. or whatever. They're they're
1: both spitting blood
0: yeah. for some reason.
1: Yeah, Do you feel
0: like that's a gimmick they give to one person, no. not just in, like spitting blood at each other. That's yeah, a very strange. Yeah. Uh, also, the Quiet Drive guys are real small. Yeah, they're tiny dudes. Compared like to, like, Brett Ernst, who yeah. I can imagine <laughs> is a huge man. Let alone yeah, yeah. The Ricky rest. Banderas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fabian Kalen has lost his mind. Oh, I
1: love it. He, at this point, I think we talked about this in a previous episode, you could kind of see it coming mm. that he's clearly channeling Alex DeLarge. Yeah, yeah, from Clockwork Orange, Orange. And he's full of that now. Th- these last four episodes are bowler hats, yeah, suspenders, bowler the fucking shit around the eye, the cane. Like yeah. he's he's in it.
0: Um, well, I learned from Colcabana. It turns out that he. Was like a huge wrestling fan, but also just like some guy that lived in, like, was like an extra and stuff all the time. He was just like a Uh, Hollywood guy. Gotcha. Uh, But now it turns out he's like a great editor, so he edits all this WWE. Like, he works for the WWE and just like edits all this, like, the video packages and shit. So, like, I I said, I was like, I'm glad he found something he's good at because ring (laughs) announcing was certainly not (laughs) a nope. Uh, (laughs) We get a bunch of stupid ass explosions. I don't remember the pun this time. It was like, light the fuse or some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The first match is the cartel, who are Lil' Cholo.
1: (laughs) Lil' Cholo. Uh,
0: They are ratcheting up the uncomfortableness of, like, the racism and the misogyny super hard. While then also, like, randomly bleeping odd choices. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, So it's uh, Lil' Cholo and Delicato, uh, accompanied by two 58-year-old Mexican (laughs) men. They are... They are. I won't. They're not elderly. No, but they are. They're dads. Late middle age. Yeah. you know what I mean. They're. Yeah. I, they are fifty years old. Yeah, to be generous. They're.
1: They're like at the. They're thinking about where can I get a senior discount. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're just on that. just yeah, over yeah, the yeah. horizon. Uh, but they're and, also El Jefe. Is, is one, guy is one yeah, and yeah. the other one is, am I, Mongo? Am I correct in that? I'm pretty certain it's Mongo. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. El Jefe is the one with the comic mustache. With the,
0: like, yeah, the comic, like, if you've ever seen the Banditos, uh, yeah. the Mexican b- biker gang, yeah. he looks like the patch <laughs> on the back of the Banditos <laughs> vest. Uh, and then they are wrestling uh, the anarchist, Eric Cannon, who, I know we mentioned it before, but he's got... Someone needs to take him aside and be like, that outfit is not a good, like, yeah. a shiny, tight tank top is not great for a overweight man.
1: They, well, uh, they they get into it.
0: Yeah, yeah, they bring it up. I don't oh, know if yeah. it's in this episode, because I think it's when Pitbull is, because I'm pretty sure it's Pitbull who's in the next episode. Yeah. He has a line where he's just, uh, I'll, we'll, yeah. we'll wait we'll till get we get there. there. Uh, Eric Cannon's like, you jumped me, it took four of you guys to beat me down. Well, I brought some backup this time. And it's the, like, godfather of hardcore wrestling, Mr. Vic Grimes. Yeah. (laughs) Now, Vic Grimes is 400 pounds? Yeah, easy. He's an immensely fat man. But not in the, like... Like, King Kong Bundy was a big fat guy who was, like, scary...
1: Yeah, he's just just like a big fat guy in like Adidas warm up pants. Yeah, yeah, it's not intimidating at all. It's like when when you watch like Bam Bam Bigelow, you're like, that's a giant human being. Yeah, who that, I who I would not want to encounter if he yeah, was upset. Yeah. This guy, I'm like, I would just walk away briskly. <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah, be all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, the anarchist, the mic work, lot like, lot Locker. of lot to lot to work <laughs> yeah, on. A yeah, lot yeah, to yeah, work yeah. on still. Uh,
0: fair <laughs> enough. I have seen him recently. He's gotten much better, and he's trimmed down quite a bit. So, good oh, good, time. good for him. Um, Here's a little fat, fun fact for you about Vic Grimes. Your friend, New Jack, uh, <laughs> almost killed him
1: for real.
0: Uh, they had a famous match in ECW where they were supposed to both like, go off with of this balcony at the same time. And Vic Grimes fucked it up. And New Jack like, kind of almost... like He fucking missed a table. He cracked his fucking head open. And, like, oh, Jesus. Skull. It was real bad. So years later... They had a scaffold match in this company called XBW, which we've talked about earlier, a real shitty company in uh, California. And they were going to do a thing where fucking Vic Ryan's they're going off the top again. And New Jack, who has said it multiple times in interviews, he's like, oh, I tried to kill him. And he just throws him off the thing, Jesus. desperately trying to miss all the shit he's supposed to land on. He barely, like there's a bunch of tables in the ring. They're like above the ring. He throws him off. He barely hits the ropes. And bounces back, it's the only thing that stops him from legit dying.
1: Oh my god! And fucking New Jack has literally, in, in interviews, just admitted to attempted murder, attempted murder. <laughs> just multiple times. And then nobody, thank you, Mr. New Jack. That's
0: a great story, Mr. New Jack.
1: Thank you very much. <laughs> to be on your way, Mr. New Jack. <laughs> um,
0: uh, there's a bunch of lines here at one, okay. At one point, someone goes, a face full of ass. That's got to suck. Yeah. So Vic Grimes just runs ass first in yeah. Uh there At one point, they asked the, the Quiet Drive guys to go, you guys have any groupies that look like Vic Grimes? And they're like, ha-ha,
1: yeah, most of most them. Most of them.
0: They're what? trying to be funny. What I would have really liked if they were just like, yeah. yeah. like we're, we're gay men. We're very much in the bears. Like, we be like large guys. And yeah, what's, a com- what's the problem with that? Completely yeah. straight.
1: <laughs> uh... There's a lot. This match is not good. No, not at all. Uh, at one point, little Cholo does a splash so to a pin, yeah. and it's just a, it's the weakest yeah, splash. Yeah, yeah. He just kind of tips over, and then Vic Grimes, you know, tosses him off at, at a two count, and he just like jumps on them. Of <laughs> like, this guy's not that strong. No, like, no, he's mostly fat. Yeah, <laughs> They try to push him back into
0: the ring at one point, and it takes all four of them yeah, yeah. legit <laughs> trying.
1: Yeah, <laughs> It's not like
0: that guy, like, oh, they got this guy so huge. No, they were really trying to push him into the ring. I would have thought Mongo and El Jefe would have been able to, <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. uh, know. They eventually pin Vic Grimes for, like, the three, of, like three of them pin him at the same yeah. time. And somebody on commentary goes, it took three guys to pin Vic Grimes. I'm surprised that's legal. Since when are there
1: rules? Yeah.
0: They yes. electrocute people yeah. all the time. People are kidnapped.
1: There's been multiple exploding coffins. Like, I don't understand why well, all of a sudden there's a rule book they have to follow. Yeah, the, the, when, when was there integrity in wrestling society? They yet? do that
0: a couple times. That's oh, probably man. me. Sorry about that. No way. Should, my bad. Sometimes, Sometimes phones go off,
1: alarms go off because daddy likes to nap.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was my nap alarm. Oh, I know
0: it well. Uh, there's th- This rules thing Comes up a few times In the next couple episodes yeah. There's one At one point During a tag team match Where they're like If they want to be considered For the championship
1: They're going to have to Follow the tag team rules What rules what? <laughs> <laughs> Their whole point is You can get pinned anywhere In the anywhere. goddamn building And also like The idea that a tag team match Traditionally is One member of each Of each team yeah. is in the ring Yeah And they have to tag in and out Right
0: that's the whole point There
1: have been multiple instances Throughout <laughs> the show Where there's like Yeah you're here Whatever Yeah,
0: yeah. whatever <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get a, we get a promo, uh, we get a backstage video next, of, oh, uh,
1: but there's on. also in that match, yeah. there's a, there's a girl.
0: Oh, right. That accompanies so the anarchist a girl, Well, that doesn't accompany them. She runs out yeah. halfway through the match and starts attacking, she's a masked girl, she starts attacking the other, uh, the cartel, and they're playing in a commentary, like, who's this girl? Yeah, oh, yeah. What and she's like, fine, like, she's yeah. beating them up, she seems pretty agile, we'll find out We'll save it for next week.
1: But also, they they pin Grimes and put a fish on him. Yes, we'll and see as- their move. As they're walking away, Grimes just takes a bite out of this fish. Yeah. Well, to be fair, he was legit hungry. Yeah. That wasn't <laughs> that, that wasn't a gag.
0: He just hadn't had lunch. He hadn't had his third lunch. <laughs> so he needed to he needed some protein.
1: But uh, is that a raw fish? Is I the, can what? only assume. But not, I mean, I eat sushi. Yeah, but, I mean, I've never just bit into a raw fish. I but. got I got a lot of doubts about the sushi that Vic Grimes <laughs> is going to be eating. It's called 7-Eleven. Uh,
0: um <laughs> We cut next to a backstage video of uh, Matt Seidel uh, arguing with his girlfriend, Missy Valentine. Uh, she is, like, she's got some letter that he wants to see. She won't let him see it. She's telling him it's fan mail. At one point, she's like, you got, I just care about you winning. I don't care yeah. you, whatever. And he's like, what are you talking about? Did you see those pictures of us in the
1: magazines? In lessons? the magazines.
0: Also, there there are wrestling magazines, <laughs> but that's not what's
1: implied here. Yeah. This is like they were in People or yeah. something. Is the way they're making <laughs> they're this? They're on scene. the cover of Vogue. Or yeah. some shit. <laughs> the whole time they're doing this promo, they're also surrounded by like a a pink glow. That, it's the it's, well, the first time they're not, the second
0: time they yeah. are, which is much weirder. Why? So like before the match, they have this thing, and he's going to be wrestling the Human Tornado, and at once at one point he's like i'll show him what a real pimp slap is like but they bleep out pimp yeah which is crazy because they've referred to the human tornado as a pimp multiple multiple times, times. they start to refer to his fans as the Tornade hose
1: and they hammer that in every episode <laughs> and it's not
0: working no. they're trying to get that over as like a catchphrase and it's not get this not taking oh, off
1: Tornade hose it's so Hand fisted yeah, of a pun. It's so clunky and just yeah, yeah, terrible. It's, it's
0: brutal, and they like the ring announcer guy says it. Fucking Human Tornado says Ugh. it. It's really brutal. Uh, why they have to bleep it? I don't understand. Because
1: in the next intro, when they intro the Human Tornado, they call him a pimp. Yes, it doesn't make any sense. Also, that that looking way back. Uh, that's a revelation in his character. Like, when, they, when he was introduced, he was just introduced as this like, this guy, this black guy from Alabama who could dance really well. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> he's a pimp. So much so that right. he has a following of women who have their own designation. Yeah,
0: they, it says they refer to themselves. as yeah. the, I was like, they absolutely do not. No, one. No one's calling themselves that. No. Uh, the match is fine. Uh, Tornado hits a huge dive to the outside, which is very cool looking. Yeah, where he like flies all the way over the guardrail into the fucking audience. Now that audience is clearly a bunch of plants because he wipes out like fifteen of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, it looks great. The match takes a weird turn. Now, yeah. ostensibly, Human Tornado is supposed to be our good guy, right? Matt Saito's the bad guy, yeah cheating bitch girlfriend, Missy Valentine. And that's They're the only married, reason. Matt only Seidel
1: reason. hasn't done anything. No, he's fine. He's yeah. a
0: nice. He's like a good wrestler, yeah. whatever. He's just got this bitchy, this girlfriend who they hate. Um, she kind of gets involved in the man she like tries to distract Human Tornado, who, as our hero... Strangles this woman. Yeah. yeah. Two handed starts strangling <laughs> this woman. Jarring. <laughs> jarring. Yeah. It is fucking disconcerting. I had to like pause it for a second and be like, whoa. Yeah. that level of vibe, like, even in a WWE, and like at its worst, in like the attitude era, where they would, you know, they'd fucking body slam a woman or whatever. Yeah, yeah. There's like a wrestling move in the context of a wrestling yes. show. Seems somehow less violent because it's like part of the show. Yeah, he just starts choking yeah. this woman the way a bat, an abusive husband would. Yeah, it is fucking uncomfortable. Wonder and then the- Matt Seidel like beats him up and wins, and people are booing him. Yeah, <laughs> this crowd
1: is uncomfortable. There was at one point, uh, Human Tornado hits Matt Seidel on the nuts, and they go, Oh, right in the seeds. And it's like, What art are you <laughs> eating?
0: Yeah.
1: And- also, oh, also, his balls... He, his,
0: his human tornado's balls of steel. So he when, was the balls, and it doesn't have any Yeah, effects. when
1: they retaliate, there's nothing happens. Right. But at the end of that match, uh, something falls out of her pocket. Matt Seidel gets distracted and gets hit with uh, the human tornado's finisher, which they say that ninja's dead.
0: They do say that. What is... the fuck? Okay, so now, I don't know what you know about Juggalo culture, but... My it... sister
1: dated a Juggalo for a while. Fair enough. Yeah.
0: Uh, The Juggalos say ninja in uh, where you would say nigga in a rap. Yeah. I assume that's what they're going for here. I think so. They want to say that nigga's dead, uh, but they can't because Matt Seidel is a very white man (laughs) and be very inappropriate. Uh, So they say that ninja's dead, and it's very, like... You need to know a lot of levels of things to <laughs> yeah. understand what they're saying.
1: But they probably also just nailed it with their are talking Oh, their audience. demo? Yeah. Oh, for
0: certain. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, no, I feel like there was a lot of Juggalos watching the show. <laughs> and God bless them. Yeah. Live your life. Um, we get a backstage video. We get two backstage videos next. The first is uh, my favorite. <laughs> it's so bad. Because they start talking about uh, the Japanese team, Team Dragon Gate, who have been kidnapped recently <laughs> by uh, Sakota or whatever? His name yeah. is, the Japanese Sudoku. Sudoku. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cream Soda, who has been <laughs> brainwashing them. In this, he's like taking away their food and spitting
1: in their water. <laughs>
0: spitting in their water for some reason. We get shots of them being forced to watch videos. Well, we don't know what the videos are, but like their eyes are taped open. Taped
1: open with a single piece of. of, just of-
0: of one piece up, there's not a yeah. down either. No, you could it was just, just up. close your eyes,
1: and it looked like it was electrical tape. It definitely was, it yeah. was black electrical tape, <laughs> yeah. unquestionably.
0: Uh, and he's like completely brainwashed them, and they're ready now to come back and fight. Uh, and they, they're they gonna uh, fight whoever they're gonna fight the filth and the fury because they're the people they lost to last or whatever. Yeah, my favorite line in all this is they say that Sakoda sent us this video, uh, to show us whatever, which means. I just love the idea. What that means is he's kidnapped these two guys. He's been torturing them, <laughs> brainwashing them. And then for, like, a couple hours, he just sat down at Final Cut. Yeah. And he just to, just edit some shit together, put together a nice video package, just some star wipes. You know what I mean? Like, that's just such a weird little note. Yeah. You don't have to say he sent us this video. Yeah,
1: It's so weird. And, like, at the time that this came out... I mean, he would have had to have burned it onto a DVD. I can only assume. that he's, You're not going to be able to send a file that size over the internet at No, that no, time. no, no, no. That was on a DVD. Yeah, that
0: was delivered by mail. There was stamps yeah, yeah.
1: involved. <laughs> he had to go to the post office and wait in line on his lunch break. <laughs>
0: yeah, on <laughs> his lunch break from brainwashing <laughs> you guys. Uh,
1: which I can only assume is his only job.
0: Yeah. We um, he had to get a follow-up with Matt Seidel and Missy Valentine. Matt's pissed because he lost because she was go- with this letter. He wants to see the letter. She rips it up. Um, it's pink now. Like, yeah, that's there's a this pink. pink haze around them for I don't
1: know why. It looks like it's supposed to be a heart, but it, but there's no bottom. There's the <laughs> it's just like the the two like tops of the heart, right. and then where it comes together, and then it just kind of fades down. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, it doesn't.
0: It's very. It's a, such a strange choice because it's. It's unlike any of the other backstage videos. They've never done this before. They didn't do it on the the previous video of this episode. And now it's just... And there's no explanation for it. And it doesn't look good. Like, nothing... It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, We get our headlining match, which is uh, the Filth and the Fury versus Los Pochos Guapos, Los (laughs) Racist Mexicans. Um, There's a weird part in the beginning of this match where... uh, Chris Klein, whatever his name is, Chris Closs, the other announcer that's not mm-hmm. Brent Hurst, is like telling Quiet Drive who the pe- – like, that's uh, Matt – that's Matt, uh, M-Dog Matt Cross and Teddy Hart. Teddy Hart uh, is, you know, the relative of Bret Hart or whatever. And Brenner's is like, "Hey, will you shut up and call the match?" <laughs> yeah. It's like he's
1: like giving really yeah. pertinent yeah. information.
0: Like he's not just talking about Subway with these guys. He's having yeah.
1: like he's telling them who's in the goddamn yeah. match. He's like telling them who probably outside of like Six Pack, yeah. who's the most notable sure. name in this whole thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Brenner's was very upset about it. Yeah. Um, we finally get all right. So, so Aguilar keeps talking to the seats, Yeah. Again. Yeah. I gave uh, the
1: one uh, that disco ball. For okay. Somebody, also,
0: here's yes, they come out with with the '70s team's disco ball. Ostensibly, they've stolen it or something. Well, they had to buy a new one because they have smashed that they, fucking thing eight, eight times. Smashed
1: every one. Every single. They had to buy that in bulk. Yeah, yeah they're they had all <laughs> Costco fucking <laughs> disco balls. Give you have any disco balls that are the size of I don't know a bowling ball? <laughs> also, wouldn't you set? <coughs> excuse me. Wouldn't you show?
0: something where they stole the fucking dis- like some backstage vignette where they stole the disco ball they beat them up and took the disco ball yeah. they won a match and they won the disco ball they have get what used to what i used to really enjoy at the beginning of the season was everything kind of logically as crazy yeah. as it is the story followed from one thing to the next that shit's not the fucking god yeah.
1: Go there, there's no reason for us to believe like, they've given us no evidence that they took this disco ball. No,
0: they just have it now. They and then somebody it. on commentary goes, they've got the 70s team's disco ball. Okay, why? That doesn't yeah. make any sense. Um, the match is f- pretty fine. Um, Teddy Hart takes a fucking crazy backflip jump off the announce booth, which looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Um,
1: Matt Cross does a cartwheel along the, the top, top rope. Yeah,
0: there's, those guys are, like, super agile, yeah. like, fucking... Gymnastic, crazy, very cool. Uh they uh
1: the Los Copos win,
0: right? They smash fucking M Dog with the Yeah, they, with they
1: the disco ball. They Chaos uh breaks it on on Cross's stomach and yeah. explodes. It explodes and As they, disco balls they, they want to do. Uh
0: and they pin him uh in credits because it the, things end immediately. There's a lot of yelling. And,
1: but there's there's interesting like the push pull of that team in particular over the course of the season is Aguilera is the ladies' man, always hitting on the Mamacitas, right. always having a cerveza, and Chaos, like, just wants to win, and yeah. at one point, like, it kind of comes to a head, and Chaos pulls Aguilera off the apron, because like, yeah, yeah. he's not paying attention, yeah, yeah. so, I mean, they're, they're still, like... They're they're paying attention, but what's annoying is, I, I wrote down
0: here, like, okay, Aguilera keeps talking to the Mamacitas, this has to finally pay off, Yeah. No, 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 it doesn't no. because we'll watch these next few episodes. They start to get in a fight with these other teams to which they lose and that's it. Yeah, like, there's no they don't find they don't break up because Aguilar won't pay attention and they don't like get their shit together and yeah. become a better team. They just keep going on the same track, which is crazy because they have been one of the most consistent characters on this season. They're yeah. in most episodes. Yeah. So you would think this storyline, they would at least fucking pay off. They're in the final match. Uh, spoiler alert. It's a Piranha Death match. We'll get to it. <laughs> uh, but whatever. That doesn't help. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get to it. Uh, we should jump into episode eight.
1: Pitbull. Oh, boy. <laughs> Who they, I don't know how Pitbull put, spells it out now, but they spell it as Pitbull. Two, two words. words. Two words. It's two not words. just Pitbull, right? I'm pretty sure it's one word. I think so. Uh, he is the musical guest. Um they ask him up top are you, are you, are you do you like wrestling? Yeah. He says I'm a big wrestling fan. I want to see someone jump off the top. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you're gonna do. Yeah. Uh I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay. So the first match is uh, it's a tag team match. And I can't. Who is it? I'm sorry. Uh, the Cartel. I the Cartel versus uh, Los Pochos Guapos. Yeah. Yes.
1: Again, like
0: right the, at, up top. Mexicans against Mexicans. Turf War. Turf War. They say that a bunch. <laughs> uh, Pitbull, like. Tries to speak a little Spanish every once in a while. <laughs> uh, this is where they literally are like, "Oh, they're going to have to abide by WSX tag team rules to be considered contenders for that championship." But it, one, there's no championship; has not, not been introduced yet. Yeah. There is no belts. Uh, secondly, there are no goddamn rules.
1: Yeah, but also this match wasn't even supposed to happen. It starts they they're introducing the episode. Oh,
0: right, and then they tell yeah. us we get a back we get a video of what happened last after last week's episode yeah. ended again. And the cartel attacks Los Poja Guapos in the parking lot. The parking lot. Uh that's it's a fucking sure. wrestling thing. They smash one dude through the car window. His ass goes right through a window. It looks great. <laughs> yeah. Uh they put a fish on him. they're fucking their signature move. Which is odd because I'm pretty sure even Brett Earth keeps pointing it out. That's an Italian thing.
1: Sleep with yeah. so <laughs> the fishes is like a mob thing, it's not the Mexicans, but it's like whatever. Like Brett Earth is like a hostage, just like this. This isn't working. Somebody (laughs) send help.
0: (laughs) Uh, Right. So the cartel is supposed to come out and fight Luke Hawks and Alcatraz. uh, But the Los Pochos guapos attack because they want revenge for getting beat up in the parking lot last week. Uh, At one point, (laughs) Aguilar spits on somebody. And one of the commentators says, after all the mamacitas he's been with, there's no telling what's in that saliva.
1: Yeah, what the fuck?
0: I mean, gross.
1: Yeah. Don't. Ugh. At one point, Pitbull says, looks like he's throwing up some signs. He might be getting people coming to the ring. <laughs> like are, He's throwing up gang signs? I hope so. That and, would
0: make sense. Uh, yeah, I'll take it from I, these I characters. Uh, at one point, someone says that's repugnant, and Brenner says, Who's uses repugnant in a wrestling <laughs> yeah. match? That's a perfectly reasonable word.
1: At another point in the match, Pitbull, exasperated, just goes... I don't know what's going on.
0: He he <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not even that great. It's not even that out of nowhere. Fucking, he's, he goes. Have you ever seen agility from a man of that size? Pitbull and Pitbull's response is, "I don't know what's going on." <laughs> what? I love it so much. And he doesn't even say, "Like
1: I don't know what's going on, man. This is crazy." He, <laughs> he just goes,
0: "I, I don't know. I don't know, what, I don't know what's going on." Like but he like, was yeah. checking his phone. <laughs> uh, back they beat up fucking uh, the cartel gets the upper hand again. Um, Luke Cox and Alcatraz are backstage, and they're mad that their TV time got taken, uh, which is, is fine. That makes sense. These sure. wrestlers they want to be on TV. Uh, they run into Vic and uh, Vic Grimes and Eric Cannon and the masked girl, who we find out's name is Nick Grimes.
1: Nick Grimes. You lazy pieces of shit! Really? Nick. Just Vic and Nick. Not even Nikki. Yeah. Come on, Nicole. Like, yeah, 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 nothing. And also, but they they also never explain that like, no. I is, is she his sister?
0: I think they say in one of like the next episode or something that they're she's his sister. But who cares? For one, yeah. two, where she come from? I mean, I guess I don't even know where Vic Grimes came from. They don't like at least have a like. No offense, a fat girl being yeah. his sister. His one defining characteristic is that he's a morbidly obese man. Yeah. So if you want to get off the uh, this. Very like in shape woman is my yeah. sister. This doesn't make any sense. Uh, she would go on to be uh, uh, Sarah Del Rey is the wrestler who plays her, who's a trainer with the WWE, huge huh. successful career. Good for fucking Nick Grimes. <laughs> Nick uh, Grimes. Um, we get a video where the Prince of Parkland, uh, very da- dangerous, very dangerous, very dangerous. Parkland. The Prince of Parkland, Jack Evans, is going to and Human Tornado are going to have a dance off. They tell us. Uh, we don't see it.
1: Uh, it doesn't also, happen in this match. It doesn't that, happen in this
0: episode uh, because I don't know why. It's bad, it's bad yeah. TV writing. Uh, um, he, he
1: also opens that interview with Lacey by saying,
0: Konnichiwa. Yeah, he, what? he 100% does. What? Yeah, the Jack Evans, the Prince of Park, <laughs> says Konnichiwa. And then he's like, let me show you some of my cool moves. And he just does a handstand. Yeah. I, I think the gag is that he's supposed to be trying to like look up her skirt but she has like a long skirt on. It's <laughs> like, like past a, like her a knee. Like pentecost. It's like <laughs> past her knee. So he's just looking at her ankles. It's very, and then he's like, oh, what's going on, girl? It's very weird. Uh, Human tornado shows up and so, says, oh, you know, I, I think you're great. You're a great wrestler, but now you want to dance. And I got the fucking dance moves in this company or whatever. So they're going to have a dance off. He, he tries to fucking fit tornadoes in again.
1: Does not work. Jack Evans grabs his, clutches his dick and balls yeah. hard, aggressive. aggressively, uh, while challenging the Human Tornado to this dance-off dance that like, what? we
0: will not see. No, <laughs> um, because the rest of this episode is going to be a huge death match between Ricky Banderas and Vampiro. Finally, that blood feud is going to come to an end. <laughs> we get possibly the worst video package I've ever seen. It's awful, uh, and I will say this. I watched wrestling at the time. You could have done better it's not that it was like the technology at the time they couldn't get better font, like the graphics or whatever. Graphics were way better than this. It is the worst like video toaster high school project level. The font is, ta- is like, like it's all high news, romance. like it's just <laughs> horrible. but it does at least get the story across. Yeah, Vampiro put uh, Ricky Banderas and explode. he you rigged my coffin with explosives because <laughs> like he already had a coffin
1: Yeah,
0: it wasn't like no it was a match one of you had to be forced into a coffin
1: my, my uncle was a coffin salesman you broke into my <laughs> home know, okay. stole my personal property and rigged it with explosives yeah yeah uh, um he looks like a leather daddy blacksmith. Let's just come <laughs> right, right. He comes. He comes out. He's wearing like a floor length. It's very strange. It's, what? Is... Uh, you? Yeah, I don't understand. Also, before before Ricky Banderas comes out, right. uh, Fabian at the beginning of this episode, Fabian Kalen has a totally different.
0: He has two different outfits. He two changes, different changes, but they are very similar. They are both like colorized versions of Clockwork Orange. Yes. So they're like purple pants and red pants, yeah. the hats match, whatever. But they are he He has a wardrobe change halfway through. What,
1: yeah, 100%. Or this is probably just filmed at a completely different date, and they don't give a fuck about continuity. 100% what it is.
0: Yeah. I, I shot three lines on a thing for Rooster Teeth today. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about it, so I'm not gonna, but I will just say that Uh, they took like six photos of me for fucking continuity. I'm in one scene. I will never be changing my outfit. They took like six photos of me for continuity. (laughs) These people don't give a shit. No. Uh, um, Okay, Pitbull. So the point being, uh, uh, Ricky Banderas was burned by the exploding coffin. There's going to be revenge. There are two coffins outside of the ring. Yes. One is covered in barbed wire. Mm -hmm. Uh, Someone says... Uh, I sh- I have to point out that there are two coffins outside of the ring. Yeah, you should point that out. <laughs> yeah. You're the commentators. Maybe mention that there's yeah. coffins outside there. Uh, one of them is covered in barbed wire. They say we have to figure one of those is rigged with explosives. The idea, like you don't know, like you should just know that that yeah, should be a yeah. thing. That's like that's the stipulation of the match. Yeah, it's exploding coffin match. Uh, but they say one of them, yeah, which is important. Because we will later find out in both of them. Yeah, why Why wouldn't there 100% be? 100% they're both rigged with a coffin. As and a- then, <laughs> I, jumping to the end of it, it doesn't matter. We'll get, we can walk around. Someone goes, nobody knew that coffin was rigged with explosives. You just mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've been talking about it for like 10 minutes. Oh, <laughs> uh, it drove me nuts. Because that is such the easiest fit. Like, yeah. You know, yes, you do know, and also someone catch that and post. There's he's not on camera saying it. It's not
1: live. You see it. Just fix that line and post. It's so lazy. Part of me wonders if, if it, if it are these, are these scripted decisions? Like what? What's the creative impetus here? Is it? Is this? Are they following a script or is this? Uh, we're not good at doing like commentary on this. Yeah, we have to go back and like just. Square kind of peg round hole up. afterwards.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's probably... I don't think it's as scripted as we think. I think yeah. they probably have certain lines they want to get in, particularly Brett Ernst. I feel like the other guy kind of is a wrestling commentator. He's not a good one. Yeah. But you can tell there are times where Brett Ernst is like saying a line that they'd be like, oh, you have to say this thing, and it's like yeah, the history yeah. of one of the wrestlers or whatever.
1: But as, as Ricky Banderas is coming in, somebody goes, uh, guy looks like Hellraiser. Oh, that was uh, that
0: was definitely Pipple, and Pipple also makes a point. So they they tell the backstory of Vampiro burned him, and now he wants to burn him, and this new he wants to burn him back in this coffin. And Pipple goes, "I think they should call this match Karma, Karma. No, they shouldn't. That's no, a, that's not what you name a match. And they, they should call this an exploding coffin match <laughs> yeah. because that's what it is. And, and they,
1: it, they hammer that Karma line multiple, multiple times. times, and it does. It's it does like Pipple is
0: very proud of it, which is yeah. even worse." <laughs> Uh, there's a weird moment to, Well, there's a number of weird moments uh, Okay So this is the big championship match The big payoff for the Blood Feud They go to commercial Fine, it's a long match go commercial. When they come back, they show us a video package For Team Dragon Gate Yeah And then they come like what? Yeah. It seems crazy, like, no, you come back and you go, oh, it was crazy, you missed all this crazy shit on a commercial, we're right back into the action. No, halfway into the middle of the big Blood Feud payoff match, there's a video package for fucking Team Dragon Gate that's like, it's just, yeah, it's very weird.
1: It's so, it's so, it's so bizarre. Like, there's no reason for that to be there. Also, they're, they're one of, like, I would, just watching all this, they're one of the, the tag teams that I'm, like, excited to see. Absolutely so why it's would you just throw it away no use that
0: yeah save that for a big thing which yeah. they are they obviously are because uh spoiler they're gonna be in the season finale main yeah. deadlining match it just seems like a weird place to put it Here's another thing that is put in a weird place uh ricky vanderas and vampiros are fighting all over the arena you can be pinned anywhere which never comes into play by the <laughs> way not once um, Vampiro's
1: also wearing a Black Label Society vest Yeah, I'm not sure why yeah. I think he
0: just likes that band It was Zach Wilde Yeah, yeah, back. yeah he just, I think he just showed up with it And was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not taking it off uh, They go up, they're like fighting around the arena And then uh, one of them goes Oh my god, there's a table covered in fluorescent light tubes Why? Uh, which, Here's the thing <laughs> That is a very common implement of destruction In this type of wrestling match Yeah, People get hit with fluorescent light tubes If you ever saw those commercials for like Uh, backyard wrestling like back in the day it was very common have it be a thing don't act like they are taped to the table they're strapped down it's not like oh that's where we keep the extra fluorescent light tubes someone (laughs) made a weapon that was a table covered in uh, fluorescent light tubes taped to it set that up just go! Oh, holy shit! There's two exploding coffins and there's fucking tables with light tubes. This match is gonna be crazy. Don't act like they just randomly stumbled upon a table like, with fucking light tubes taped oh, to it.
1: how serendipitous! <laughs> yeah, you
0: know? it just
1: doesn't make. Yeah. Also, there's no fluorescent lighting in this entire arena. Know, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's none.
0: Yeah, but that's my point. Is just make it a part of the like. Yeah, set yeah. it up. Holy shit, there's that and, and to the point, if you set it up, it builds drama to yeah. when are they gonna use that fucking table. Exactly. No, they just stumble upon it as they're walking around. Happenstance. And then Vampiro goes through it and is fucking torn the goddamn shreds <laughs> by this fucking light. Like this glass
1: cuts him to fucking pieces. Yeah, his back is his bloody as shit. Covered in blood. Uh, they were in the pit bull. <laughs> After after seeing him get slammed through this table and he's bleeding, just goes, "No, no, never mind." I'm thinking of Styles P, and another episode. He goes, "They're like Tom and Jerry." Yeah. <laughs> like, what the what the fuck? Which, episodes, which cartoons were you watching, sir? No shit. Uh, A
0: very little blood in the Tom and Jerry cartoons I watched. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Vampiro is then choke slammed into the barbed wire coffin. Which also explodes, yeah. <laughs> uh, and we find, we get the line of nobody knew that coffin
1: was rigged with explosives. <laughs> but they show which, they show the replay of him going into that coffin, yeah, and it's yeah. it's so poorly done. Sure, the, the, the replay was wholly unnecessary because you can just see that it's it's the, the coffin doesn't explode. Like there's clearly no, there's a bunch of fireworks underneath yeah. it. But he's fi- now granted. I wouldn't want to
0: be slammed into a coffin that's got a bunch of fireworks underneath it. Sure. That looks real fucking gross. But the first time they did it, like you said, they don't need the replay. The first time you do it, it's fairly effective. One, that's actually barbed wire, already fucking brutal enough. And then, like there's enough chaos going on that you can't really see what's happening. Yeah. In real Real time, time, it's seamless. Yeah. Yeah. When they do the replay, you see Vampiro kind of curl up a little bit and then just a bunch of smoke kind of comes out around him and it
1: really takes the fucking shine off the whole thing. And I... Correct me if I'm wrong. I think this is the very first pin that occurs outside of the a, ring. Yeah. And it also occurs an inch next to the ring. Like, yeah. It's not yeah. anywhere.
0: in some weird spot up in the fucking no. catwalk. It's just right next to the ring. Uh, credits! Because why would you want to linger on a cool moment? Why show like Ricky Banderas holding the belt or no. any number of things that would make sense for the end of this moment? No, let's get out of this as fast as you yeah. possible. Um, which takes us To episode nine, our musical guest is Styles P, who is, uh, I don't, I know he's a rapper, couldn't tell you one of his songs, I will say, one of my favorite musical guests as far as, like, the commentary is concerned, he has some shit to say in this episode that really makes me laugh, (laughs) uh, Fucking Fabian Kalen is... Know, he might as well just have sparklers to get out of his hair. I
1: think it. he's wearing gloves. He's definitely wearing like, gloves.
0: <laughs> he couldn't think of another uh, like accessory to add. Yeah. So he added gloves to the
1: mix. He has gloves on at the top of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But later on, they're gone. Sure.
0: Uh, our This first match is the Prison Boys versus uh, Eric Cannon and the Vic Grimes. To... F- Two, fair enough. Play up
1: on the fight they had backstage last week. Yeah, we get the match. Makes perfect sense. They introduce a new nickname for Luke Hawks it's called the Southern Stomper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're nine episodes <laughs> in. <laughs> this guy's He's been, been around. <laughs> yeah. And then now the Southern. Who? St- oh? uh,
0: in this match, Styles P says. Uh, so there's like a roll up at one point. <laughs> like somebody goes for a roll up, and then Styles P says, "Speaking of rolls, apparently Eric Cannons aren't slowing him down <laughs> yeah. at all." Yeah. Look, I he's fat. Yeah. He's he's with a I I I feel like Eric Hannon pulled off that move that like if you're a kinda chubby girl, you get a big fat friend to take pictures with you. Yeah. He figured it out with fucking Vic Grimes thinking and no still, one mentioned out. And they're still like, no, Eric, you're yeah. fat. Like
1: the commentary is pointing out you're fat. That's very rude. And uh, Styles P. Also, uh, talking about Vic Grimes goes. How much do you think he weighs? Like, a thousand? (laughs) 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 Number one, a thousand what? Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) And number two, no.
0: No, he definitely doesn't weigh a thousand pounds. That's not a thing. Uh, I will give Styles P credit for being a fucking wrestling fan, because they ask him who his favorite wrestler was, and they've asked a lot of musical guests that, and they've all gone like, oh, you know, I like Hulk Hogan, Bret Hart, whatever. Styles P says Ivan Putski, the Polish powerhouse. That is a fucking deep (laughs) Deep cut cut. (laughs) wrestler. like that's a real dude I I remember him but you gotta be a fucking old yeah. fucking man and know Ivan Putzky so good for him
1: um, but they act like throughout this whole thing they act like Vic Grimes is the fattest human on earth <laughs>
0: like, they are just
1: amazed by how fat he is
0: by he's fat and like He can walk. Yeah. It's not like he's agile. There were big fat guys, like, you know, Vader used to do moonsaults. There's like, fat guys in wrestling that were, like, agile guys. He is not that. No. He tries to go, there's twice, this match, and I think in a previous one, he tries to do a thing off the top rope, but it just ends up looking like falling off the top rope. Uh, I don't even remember who won this match. I forgot to take a note. I think Uh, that,
1: uh, I think that... I think Vink Grimes wins. Well, I... I don't know because at the last note that I have on this it says, uh, "Oh no, they, no! This is the match that uh, Alcatraz and Vic Grimes are fighting, and there's a oh right, uh, there's like a room that is somehow like, okay. So in front, there's a
0: space that in front of the space is the letters W S X spelled out in fluorescent light tubes. Yeah, they are not lit up. No, by the way not at all. They are not lit up. No. They are just taped." in place. Yeah. The announcer goes, there's electricity running through those light <laughs> tubes! No, that's not... I, they, if they were, they'd be lit They'd up. be on. They'd be on. They're yeah. not on at all. Uh, however, that doesn't stop... <laughs> uh, my girlfriend just started playing music but forgot the Bluetooth speaker is behind me. Um, they uh, They throw him through Uh, Luke Hawks throws him headfirst through the light tubes into this open space that they're blocking that I don't understand. And there's sparks and shit everywhere because they're supposed to be current running through them. Just pick one or the other. Also, we've established in the previous episode, fluorescent light tubes are already dangerous. They'll cut you to shit. We don't need the electricity on top of that.
1: So Vic Grimes runs headfirst into it and gets shocked. And then uh, I think Eric Cannon... Does like a does like a, a salt or something mm. on the top rope. And when he lands, he's rolling around clutching his shoulder. Uh, and he, he clearly
0: I, injured himself. The, the last
1: note I have is Eric Cannon looks legitimately hurt. <laughs> and that, that's the end of that episode. That makes that, sense. That that match. Uh
0: we get a backstage video with Los Pochos Guapos where uh the, the fucking It's phrased very strangely. The late the girl interviewing him, um, who has kind of just shown up in the last episode or two. Yeah. She's like this backstage interviewer. She's terrible. She's, oh, like, she's ba- awful. like, she's barely reading these lines. But she says, uh, she says to fucking to, uh, Chaos, it's been one thing after another with you. That's a weird way to phrase <laughs> yeah. that. What she's trying, she then goes on to be like, you know, first you got electrocuted and then this and then that. But it's accusatory when you say it the yeah, first way. Like when it's you say it, yeah, yeah, it's your fault. Yeah, been one the, you've like, it's like you've been pulling all this bullshit. <laughs> no, he's just been constantly getting the shit kicked out of him. With
1: no help from his partner. No
0: help from his partner, who, oh, it, it's my favorite thing in the world. Uh, uh, he's like, challenges the cartel. He's sick of that. He, he says this line, he says, everything you just said has one thing in common. It happened in the past. Yeah, it had to. Like, yeah, that's how just, time works. That's how stories work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's explaining. Th- yeah, it's a, a very terrible line. Um, he's like, Yeah, you know, cartel, blah, blah, blah. We challenge you to a, a classic. Classic? He, he says the word classic. I'm not adding that for emphasis. What do you think of classic wrestling tropes? Yeah, in wrestling. wrestling. I think it's Steel Cage. Steel Cage classic. Right. Battle Royal, yeah, classic. I'll, a lumberjack match where there's people sure. outside of the ring, all oh, that's fine. Handicap. Yeah, Clim- yeah, yeah, two out of three falls. He challenged them to a classic <laughs> Piranha <death> match match. <laughs> the- there is going to be a tank <coughs> outside of the ring with Piranhas, uh, and we'll find out that you win by shoving your opponent into the Piranha tank, and you have to keep him in there for 30 seconds or whatever it is. Now, I have said this whole time, Now, to be fair, the Piranha Tank uh, episode will happen... The match will happen next episode. I have been very excited. Yeah. What I saw in the promo in the beginning, I Mm -hmm. was like, I am in for Piranha Deathmatch. We're going to leave that note there. Classic Piranha. Classic Piranha (laughs) Piranha Deathmatch. We will come back to it. Um, Okay, so now we see... X-Pac versus Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky is the guy who's voted most likely to succeed. (laughs) And he keeps plaques for it or whatever. (laughs) Um, X-Pac gives him the classic Bronco Buster. Which is a classic. It is 100% classic. Now, if you don't, if you haven't been paying attention, the Bronco Buster, his opponent is sitting on his butt in the corner of the ring. He dives at him split-legged. His crotch slams into the guy. And he bounces up and down with his crotch. And the commentary says, "A face full of ass and being told to suck it." Yeah, that is not his ass. <laughs> yeah, you don't know the human anatomy. They are facing each other. You cannot put your ass in someone's face and face them at the same time. Also, are you gonna
1: what suck his
0: ass <laughs> so what are you sucking? Well, it? to be fair, the, he does do the suck it, like yeah. the, the old DX Which, cross chop thing. They also bleep suck it Which at one is point. So weird. It's so because dumb. in a minute it's gonna get so horrifically offensive yeah. misogynistically. <laughs> Um he bronco buster boom boom boom, he beats the shit out of Scorpio Sky, the match ends very quickly, yeah, uh that is to set up a moment where uh they have to fill time like it's written into the story that they have to fill time. you couldn't so, have put that dragon gate match here or anything, no, or that video that you forced in the middle of the other match <laughs> yeah. any number of things <laughs> the uh the fucking dance off, I know that's gonna be coming up, I think here in a minute we're gonna see some backstage of the dance off, but uh. The, the interviewer like, goes to Matt Seidel in Missy Valentine's room and is like, hey, I'm sorry. No, I wasn't supposed to interview you yet, but that last match ended so like, unexpectedly yeah. fast. All of this is unnecessary because we don't get – all we get from this is that Matt Seidel comes to the door putting on a shirt. Yeah. That's it. But They're also, not like, There's nothing else that, that makes this like, oh, we had to do this on the fly, so it's yeah. crazy. No, it's just another poorly written, poorly yeah. acted
1: backstage video. He's just buttoning a shirt while he does it. <laughs> Anytime there's like a spontaneous video, it's because like, oh, we caught somebody here in the hallway. But yeah. No, yeah, she yeah. she went to their dressing room, and he's even like, why? What happened? What yeah. what happened to that match? He, he met. He went to the. He she meets him in their dressing room, where she was supposed to meet them
0: like five minutes later. Yeah. It's not even that no. much. Or there's no way this match was supposed to go for forty
1: five minutes, and they're unprepared. It makes it's very poorly done. Um, but Lacey insinuates. That something's going on between 6 and Lizzie Valentine. Yes. And then that... All the rumors about you and 6 yeah. And yes, Matt Seidel
0: blows up. He's very upset. Um, okay. Now, I guess that happens in the next episode. Uh, because now we get the dance-off. We get the backstage video of the dance-off from the previous week. Because we're going to watch... Uh, a, okay, so they show us this dance-off between fucking... Uh, human tornado and the Prince of parkland Jack Evans uh, neither of them can dance at all like uh Jack Evans can kind of do like a like a windmill thing yeah and you break dance a you little? can break dance
1: a little yeah like
0: a little yeah uh human tornado can kind of two step yeah and he like spins he like does a little bit of like a uh, like a pop and lock and whatever thing. It's not very good. No. What I enjoy about this segment is that all of the wrestlers are like around them in the ring yeah. watching the dance off, but they're also like some of them are in jeans, but then also if you have a mask, you're in your mask. Yeah. I love that. I enjoy that very much. That's my favorite. Like, nothing makes me laugh more than when, like, in Mexico, you'll see like a guy in a suit and a Mexican <laughs> wrestling mask. I love it very much. Um, we get that backstage because the final match of this episode is going to be... The, finally, we get to see the match. The Human Tornado versus the Prince of Parkland, Jack Evans. Uh, Styles P says at one point, This is a stylish affair. <laughs> is it? Yeah. I believe Human Tornado is wearing a sports coat with no shirt on No anymore. shirt. Like, I don't know if I'll call that stylish. Uh, they again bring up that people can be pinned anywhere. Yeah. Stop bringing it up. You look foolish. It never happens.
1: At one point, Styles P says, "This is incredible. W S X is incredible. I want to take off my headset and leave the building." <laughs> that's not a compliment. No, no. I'm, I can't. I'm sick of watching this. Is not a compliment. If, if that's something like those words make sense. If you're like, "This is incredible," like yeah, if you're yeah, watching yeah, yeah, a murder,
0: yeah. <laughs> I want to get out.
1: I cannot believe what I'm seeing. This is horrific.
0: Uh, yeah, that is not the case. Uh, it's a fine match though. Yeah. It's pretty fun. These guys are again super athlete, like super like gymnastic and agile. So there's a lot of flips, a lot of dives. Uh it's pretty fun. Uh they're selling it like it's the greatest match that's ever been yeah, wrestled, yeah. which might be a little much, but it's fine. It's fun. Uh it ends in a time limit draw. Didn't uh, know that was a stipulation. Certainly wasn't. It was never announced. Uh, not only was it never announced. This is a federation where you, no rules are <laughs> no. ever followed.
1: <laughs> but we got people have <laughs> almost been murdered.
0: <laughs> Hold on though. Ten minutes. Yeah. Ten minutes. We gotta. Get... We gotta.
1: We gotta move this quick, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, we get a backstage vignette where we get to see uh, Matt Classic pop his head in, which I was happy to see. Yeah. It's weird though because. Uh, so he's like talking to the interviewer girl, but he's not really talking. He's just kind of like flexing his muscles yeah, and yeah. being silly or whatever. And then the team Dragon Gate shows up. They whisper, uh, Sudoku whispers something in his ear, <laughs> and he goes like, hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he just yeah. hands the woman over to them. Like, Yeah. Takes her and like presents her. This to is them. yours now. Yeah. Like, it's very weird. So weird. Uh, at which point, uh, we got a quick promo from them, the Japanese guys, uh, Team Dragon Gate says a bunch of shit in Japanese, which I don't understand, and, uh, uh, Sudoku says we are challenging, uh, Filth and the Fury to an exploding cage deathmatch, an exploding cage time bomb deathmatch, uh, which seems like a big jump. Yeah. You had a match previously, it was a wrestling match, you lost. And now, the next step in that feud, logically, is an exploding cage time bomb deathmatch. <laughs> yes, a it, time bomb. Well, that factors in. We can get into the next <laughs> yeah. episode. The next episode has, this is the season finale, episode 10.
1: But that's where that episode just
0: It ends. just cuts. Exploding, ring, exploding cage time bomb deathmatch credits.
1: Nothing, that's, it makes no fucking sense. They
0: don't even explain what that is no. until the next episode. Which, if they had just had the simple line of, Hold, what is that? I don't know. You'll have to tune in next week to find out. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. But they just cut the credits like yeah. everyone knows what the fuck they're talking about. This is the last episode. It has two matches. It is the Piranha death Match and the Exploding Cage Time Bomb Deathmatch. Yeah. I'm... The start of this episode... Exceedingly excited. Yes. I want to see both of those things. Yeah. Our musical guest is Newfound Glory. Hell yeah. Even I know them. I couldn't tell you a single one of their songs, but I know they're a band. This seems like they're putting some fucking effort into this last episode. I don't know if I have ever been more let down or more disappointed in any type of entertainment than in the Piranha Deathmatch. So much potential. I was so... Here's my... It's my own... That is also the Bluetooth again. Thank you very much. Uh, Here's my problem. It's my own fault. I should have known going into this
1: that no human was going to be eaten by a bunch of piranhas. That's on me. And like historical record of... How well this show has been executed it should have led I, us to believe that this is not going to be. It's what going we
0: think. to be disappointing, but I, I, my hopes were they, way I mean, up.
1: They got you. They got. Me, they got they worked, me too.
0: They worked me hundred percent. I was yeah. very excited for yeah. this. I, I literally like, I paused it. I went outside. I smoked. I was like, "This is going to be fucking good." And I went back inside. There is a murky plexiglass tank with some fish in it. Uh they don't have the decency to show one close up of teeth. No. Like to get over the fact that they're piranhas or anything. Yeah. There is never a the even let's let me give them the benefit of the doubt and say they are piranha. Yeah. Which I'm certain they're not. They are very well fed piranhas. Yeah. Ne- they don't nibble. Multiple people have are shoved into this fucking piranha tank. There is not a moment of bubbling water rig yeah. it rig it with some air hoses so the Something. water bubbles so i i'm buying that it's piranha and then the guy does the razor blade thing on his forehead he's bleeding No oh, fuck they got him with the piranha no they Nothing. don't they don't bother it is a very boring wrestling match yeah in which people are trying to push each other into a murky fish tank i am very mad
1: at myself to open uh they're when they're being introduced um they say they have to put the opponent in the fish tank and close the lid for three seconds. Yeah. Then they say it's a good old fashioned piranha <laughs> death match. Sure. You know, like the ones your father used to watch.
0: Yeah. Can I? Can we add to this fact? There's no lid on this tank. No, there's not. At, at one point, they take a pallet, like a wooden pallet, out from underneath the tank and they put it on top to block, like the cart, the two <laughs> LFA and, and Mongo. Mongo. Jesus uh, Christ! Put the pallet on top to block little Cholo from falling into it. Which I actually thought was okay. That's fine. That makes sense. Uh. But yeah, they, it's so boring. And eventually, <laughs> uh, chaos, here's where I'm also annoyed. <laughs> so, this whole season has been leading up to Los Pochos Guapos finally either breaking up, chaos has had enough of him yelling at the Mamacitas, or banding together and winning the big match.
1: Because it's always been insinuated that Aguilera is like a hulking, imposing figure, Absolutely. and we're just waiting to For see him. To him fucking finally yeah. pay off, pay attention. Which he kind of does in this little, episode. I a
0: mean, little bit. A little bit. But not enough to save Chaos, who gets shoved into that
1: goddamn piranha tank, no. and they lose the match, and that's that. Who gives a fuck? At, at the top, Fabian Kalen says, uh, let's tear it up and burn this motherfucker down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They bleep, they out, bleep out motherfucker. They motherfucker,
0: sure. But it's but, clear, like, you can see him mouthing it.
1: Also, Mongo gets a last name in this episode. Yeah, up until this, it's just been Mongo. Now it's Mongo Santino. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, "How can we Mexican this up a little bit?" (laughs) Chris Claus talking about Al Jefe at one point says, "This guy has spent time well everywhere." It's like, what? Mm. What the fuck is?
0: I think they're trying to say he's been in a lot of prisons, but it doesn't really come across that
1: way. At at one point, I think it's uh, I don't know if it's Delicado or. Little, uh, it's a Little Cello. They they put his, he gets knocked like into the tank and his ass is kind of like in the tank. Yeah. And they're, they're Chris Gloss says, they're going to eat his ass. Yeah. And then one of the guys in Newfound <laughs> Glory goes, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody also yells, You just saw his wiener.
0: Yeah. No, no, he no. didn't. No, I'm, we... I'm watching the same thing you are. There's been no dick out. I haven't seen any It's any of a that. strange thing to yell. Um, this now there's a weird moment. So that's the end of that match. The cartel is victorious. Hooray! The
1: good the bad guys won. I guess my last note just says big letdown. Yeah, which and is like,
0: exact which should be uh, Aguilar's name as a wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is chaos and big letdown. Well,
1: chaos gets in this thing, and then they they put a pallet over it for yeah, like yeah. three seconds, and then they're then they're done. He gets out, and he's he just wet. And well, they're saying like, "Oh my God, he's so he's so bloody," and it's like, no. "There's no blood." No, he's not bleeding at all. He was in there with a couple of bluegill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with this guy.
0: Uh, we get next. Uh, Vampiro comes out in the ring and just starts beating the fuck out of people. He starts attacking the referees, the ringside guys, the other wrestlers. Come from the back to try to fucking calm him down. He starts choke slamming them. Ricky Banderas comes out and attacks Vampiro. Here's where I'm confused. Isn't Vampiro supposed to be our hero and Ricky Banderas is like the bad guy from his past? I have no idea Not anymore. anymore. At this point, Vampiro's a lunatic who's just beating up, like, ring announcers and shit. Yeah. Just not wrestlers. Look, if you beat up wrestlers because you're mad, you're a wrestler, fine. But once you start beating up just, like, the ring attendants and the announcers, you're a bad guy. Yeah. And now Vampiro comes from the back to rescue innocent people. It's very strange. Um, And... I'm not even sure the point of that. Vampiro like kind of gets his little bit of his revenge. Uh it's a I it's real like, here's what I learned in the Colcabana episode that uh, the mini episode I tape uh Vampiro was the guy in charge of all this, like kind of booking everything. Oh, really? So, yeah, he lost, but now he has to make himself look good by beating up literally everyone oh, on the Jesus. fucking roster. So that's what that is. God. Um
1: But that's it. No one gives a fuck.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, Very anticlimactic.
0: Yeah. We get <laughs> We cut now to uh, X Pac uh, hitting on Missy Valentine in a meth den in a very creepy like shed of some kind. Ugh. Also, he's complaining about having coffee breath. He's like, "Do you have any mints?" I like, have coffee breath. It's very weird. I don't know why. Like that's the line you come in on. Uh, Matt Seidel sees him. Hey, what the hell's going on here? They start fighting. Missy yells, "Hey, stop it!" And Xbox goes, "Shut up, bitch!" Yeah, hold on. Yeah. Who am I supposed to? I don't understand why everyone is so mean to this old lady.
1: Yeah. It's so strange because she's always looking at me, bro. She's always looking at me. Uh, it makes no. It, it, it's it's so over
0: the top. It's it, it's so aggressive and uncomfortable. Like yeah. I really don't like it.
1: And and we're supposed to go into this believing that like. She, uh, the insinuation is that she's looking around Yeah, and she, yeah, likes, yeah. she likes, she likes x Yeah, and, but then he just shut the fuck up, bitch. Right. It's like, what? Yeah.
0: It's very, it's, it's way too much. Uh, and it's not even like he gets his comeuppance or in yeah. any way, like it really furthers him as like a villain. No, he's still the Xbox that we all like. Yeah. We we're supposed to like, he's just now horrible to women. Yeah. It's very weird. Yeah. We get a video package where they say they're going to introduce a new championship uh, that will be all about high flying, death defying action. Then that's it. Yeah. they don't name the champ. It, it's the fucking high flying championship or whatever. They don't give it a name. They just say it's going to happen, I guess next season because they don't tell us. <laughs> that's that. Yeah. Uh, which brings us into who oh, boy. I love it so much. <laughs> the exploding cage time bomb deathmatch. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. I stand by my opinion on this 100% best thing that's happened on this fucking entire season. Uh, I'm
1: trying to think if there's like a been a better
0: gag. As far as like just the crazy like there's been a couple matches that are just sort of straightforward matches that I think have been really good. Yeah. But as far as like adding a crazy gimmick yeah. This worked for me. Yeah, 100%. So the premise is two si- so it's a cage around the ring, classic cage. Mm-hmm. Two sides of the of that cage are rigged with explosives that if you were thrown into the cage, it will explode. Yeah. Uh, also above the ring is a button that if you press, it sets off the timer on a bomb that you have to have like you have like 10 seconds to get out of the ring before it explodes. Yeah. Uh, this match is fucking dope. There's yeah. a lot of crazy back-and-forth action. Super fast-paced. Those Japanese guys are, like, super quick. Uh, Teddy Hart does a crazy fucking dive off the scaffold that's, yeah, like, a like, way, way too fucking high. He looks like he really injures himself. Yeah. Um, it's just... it's. I don't know how else to describe it. It's awesome. Like, I... If you're a wrestling fan and you kind of want to watch any of like anything, hunt, like I'm sure you can find Justice this match on sure. YouTube. Give it a watch.
1: Yeah, it was super fun. It
0: Th- was these, super fun. These are easily the two best teams or, teams or like groups of people on the show. Super
1: and like the styles match up perfectly. It was so much fun.
0: Uh, I will say this about the explosions: the explosions where they're thrown into the cage and it blows up. Actually, work pretty well. Yeah. In that the cage, just by nature, when you're thrown into it, springboards you kind of back. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like you're being blown, blown off this back. thing, right? Yeah. And there's all this smoke and whatever. It works really well. That time bomb. Whoo, not, not, as, let, not as good. Less so. As good. Uh, he hits the time bomb. The Japanese guys get out of the ring. The ref and uh, Filth and the Fury are left laying on the ground. The time bomb goes off, and it's just a bunch of smoke bombs. Yeah, uh, they don't even really bother to shake the camera like no, they have no. been.
1: It's very much a letdown when that time bomb finally goes off. <laughs> when, uh when the ref the ref gets thrown into the exploding cage. Yes, one of the guys, Newfound Glory, goes. He's been killed seriously. He's
2: like, no,
1: <laughs> he's not. But yeah, it was super entertaining. I mean, that uh, Sudoku gets involved. He, he DDTs in, the ref. DDTs the ref <laughs> for what? no
0: reason. Uh, again, what happened to rules? They, they keep talking about rules there out the window. Um, there's that, a lot of crazy... I mean, like, that dive that Teddy Hart does is yeah, fucking it's ridiculous. Insane. I was yeah. just gonna say... I don't know how he like, didn't break something. Yeah, it's really fucking And nuts.
1: it was shot really well.
0: Absolutely. It, was, it wasn't
1: It was just, like, the fact that he did it. It's like, you... They, they shot it so well. It, it made it look a lot bigger than it probably was. Sure. But it, it, was, it super, was great. Super effective. Like, between that one and the one that was, it, was he the one that also did it from the announce table? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, it's just... Man, it was so fucking cool. He's awesome. He's great. It's
0: unfortunate he's a complete lunatic crazy person. <laughs> yeah. He's half a huge career, but he doesn't. Uh... Credits? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's... They say this is the season's finale in the beginning of the episode. Yeah. There is no even, like, thanks for joining us! This Nothing. has been great! Nothing. Just fucking end of the episode, like it always is. Uh... It ended on a good note, like, as weird as this fucking whole experiment was ending it with that match was the perfect way to end it because it is like embodies what this is you've got what it's supposed to be which is oh we've got great athletes plus craziness which is what they add in this last thing it's unfortunate that it's also preceded by that horrific piranha (laughs) nonsense and a bunch of real weird misogyny Misogyny. Uh, that really kind of does take me out of it but overall I have to say Wrestling Society X uh, if you're a wrestling fan get high and watch it you'll have fun the episodes are like 18 minutes apiece. Yeah. You will fly through this season real easy. Uh there's a bunch of extra footage if you go to YouTube. I'll put the link up, but there's a bunch of extra footage with like those vignettes, that Mac classic shot and like just weird goofy shit on All the
1: content that they had online
0: where oh, I think some of that some of that like WSX extra or whatever yeah, yeah. is out there. So you can find it. What did you think? Did you enjoy yourself? I
1: I loved it and I hated it sure. at the same time. Uh Parts of it were super entertaining. Uh, parts of it left me just wanting so much more. Mm. Like, what the fuck happened to, to New Jack? Like yeah, that guy. They I, clearly
0: either couldn't afford him or he caused a bunch of trouble. Yeah, one of the two.
1: Just the, some of the the character choice, like youth suicide, just <laughs> got the shit kicked out of him immediately every time. Mm. Uh, yeah I, I I would love I would love to have had there been like more episodes. I 100% would have watched every one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Was, Absolutely. Yeah, uh, anything you
1: it. want to plug? Uh, album recording at Cap City Comedy Club on September 19th. Yeah, that's going to be uh, great. it would be super fun. Six Shooter at Barrel of Fun at the Alamo Draft House Mueller the second Wednesday of every month. And Lone Inside, the baseball-themed comedy show at the Velveeta Room, the fourth Friday of every month at 11 p.m.
0: Awesome. Uh, I am uh, when this comes out this thing will have just happened it was a great show everybody loved it Martha Kelly was there um, the Sting is the first Wednesday of the month So if you're in Austin, come to that If you're in Houston, I am there on the 9th uh, Check my website for locations and stuff Because I cannot remember where that is But it'll be super fun I know Mike McCray was just at that room And, uh, and Raul Sanchez, y'all spoke very highly of it So I'm sure it'll be a good show uh, I am at the Dudley and Bob 25th anniversary show At the Paramount on the 12th, 13th Whatever that Saturday is Uh, that's going to be great, Martha Kelly, Mike McRae, a bunch of bands, it's going to be super fun, we'll all be really drunk. Uh, If you like the show, rate, review, subscribe. I will be putting out one more, I'll put a mini episode out this week to let you guys know what the next show is, because I'm trying to hammer down a guest for that, it will not be a problem, we will have an episode next week. Uh, So just keep an eye out, and I'll tweet about it, and we'll find out what that next episode's going to be. If you like the show, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, Uh, that really helps us. Get up into the numbers. Uh, Tell your friends. That helps us as well. Aaron Brooks has been great. And I will see you next week.